0: Help Me Be Me is self-help for people who hate self-help, hosted by me, Sarah May. What I talk about on my show is my personal opinion, and it's not a substitute for professional help. I'm not a licensed therapist, and this is based on my personal opinion. So take what helps and leave the rest. If you're really suffering, call 911 or your local emergency services. Thanks. Hi friends, it's Sarah May, and this is an episode. It's a shorter episode because it's really aimed at something so specific, and um, it's really built around a specific journal exercise. So it's it's about what, basically, what our own voice says. What is our inner voice saying inside, and how can we recognize it and identify it in our actual externalized voice, like the things that come out of our mouth, and I think one thing that has just struck me over the last couple of months is I hear people saying exactly the thing that is going on for them over and over again. It comes out in their words and I'll be like, listen to your words. Can you hear what your words are saying? They're saying exactly the thing that you're trying to express from the inside. Like it's a, a finite problem and it's kind of coming out in a loop you know, and as soon as you can identify it and like hear it, it's, it's much simpler to tackle it, or, or I would say it's, it's simpler to identify it versus I think a lot of the time it feels like amorphous, like, I can't tell what's wrong. I can't tell where the problems are coming from. I can't tell why I'm upset. I can't tell why, why I'm unhappy. So this is all about what it is you are yearning for and what it is you want to change and what is making you unhappy and how you can identify what you really want and how to just tune in and hear that clearly. And this is for you in particular if you're unsure of the growth you want to make or the work you want to do on yourself or the tweaks you want to make to your life. Um, and so I would say this would be the beginning of a process of growing into a more confident Um, person or having a more well-rounded life and identifying if there are any loops that are playing out from childhood or from another self I'll put it that way you can often see them directly translated um, and manifested in the the structures that you set up in your own life Because a lot of the time we do that totally unconsciously. Like we reset, we rebuild the scaffolding of the stage of a particular issue that was unsolved. So if you are having a hard time reconciling an issue in your life currently, um, this would be me offering you a seemingly obvious solution. But more than anything, it's like a, a personal excavation process. So with that, three parts, super concise, um, here's part one, the what. This holiday season, I want to give a gift to my loved ones that makes them feel special and unique, just like the relationship we share. That's why I'm giving everyone I care about story worth. And I'm not just saying that. I literally am going to give that to my relatives. So if any of you are listening right now, pretend you didn't hear this and act surprised. If you don't know what StoryWorth is, it's an online service that helps you and your loved ones preserve precious memories and stories for years to come. And basically how it works is StoryWorth emails your relative or your friend, whoever you sent sent it to, a thought-provoking question of your choice from... A vast pool of possible questions. And that question will prompt the person to answer something like, What's the bravest thing you've ever done in your life? And after a year, Storyworth compiles all of your loved ones' stories, including photos, into a beautiful book. With Storyworth, I am giving those I love most a thoughtful personal gift from the heart and preserving their memories and stories for years to come. Go to storyworth.com slash help me be me and save ten dollars on your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash help me be me to save ten dollars on your first purchase. Part one the what? Repeating a problematic loop in an area of your life, whether that's work, love, self-care, confidence, relationships. This could be anything. So it could show up like, you, let's say you have an issue where you're just having angry outbursts all the time and they're at seemingly random things, you're very short-fused, something like that. Um, or maybe you have something like you constantly feel like you mess everything up and that it's your fault and you can't do anything right. Um, so in in other words, any hyperbolic reaction that is coming out of your mouth on a loop and that is just something i want you to think about just kind of comb through your your last couple of years of life and see like is there something like that that i'm doing like so for example like feeling like you can't get to the bottom of um why you don't love yourself or feeling just kind of chronically unsure of yourself or feeling chronically stuck Um, Or feeling like you don't know what you want or who you are, but you know they're not super happy, but you don't know how to get past that state because something is blocking you. So some question mark, some repeating loop and some question mark. Part two, the why. Quite simply, something old is coming up. I would call it like an emotional imprint from a long time ago. We got paused in a position of striving for something, some kind of completion that we did not get and so I would say like it's kind of like we live out this old feeling whatever it is that's kind of stuck in our muscle fibers like oftentimes I would say it's rejection of some sort um, or our perceived a perceived rejection so often when I hear people saying something on a loop it's because that is where someone their their childhood self is kind of frozen in some way emotionally so the goal is to get to a place where we can recognize whatever this, you know, loop is, whatever this frozen place is, and see how we have kind of recreated that lack in our current adult lives and just recognize it and be like, huh, I kind of have have reset that stage. And that, that stage is the thing that's making me stay frozen in the center of it, just posed in a please, please give me this thing. And in reality, what we can do is like, give that thing to ourselves like once we recognize it we can like kind of undo the pose and then give us give ourselves the gift of the thing that we've been asking for but we really have to know what it is first i hope that made sense that was kind of like a a super meta (laughs) sentence or, or description there hopefully you're on the same page with me because this is part three the how the tools as i said it's super focused on one thing in particular Warby Parker was founded with a rebellious spirit and a lofty goal to create boutique quality eyewear at a revolutionary price point. Don't let your FSA or HSA dollars go to waste. Put them to good use on Warby Parker prescription glasses, prescription sunglasses, contact lenses, and eye exams. Warby Parker is committed to providing exceptional vision care online and in stores, offering eyeglasses, sunglasses, eye exams, and contact lenses. Glasses start at $95, including prescription lenses. Try Warby Parker's free home try-on program. Order five pairs of glasses to try on at home for free for five days. There's no obligation to buy. Ships free and includes a prepaid return shipping label. Try five pairs of glasses at home for free at warbyparker.com slash helpmebeme. I got the Raglan sunglasses after doing the home try-on program. I actually was really grateful because I tried on what I thought were the best ones and then I saw them on my face in person and I was like, nope, going with the raglins. They're tortoiseshell, love them. I suggest you try them if you have a wide face like mine. Anyway, once again, you can try five pairs of glasses at home for free at warbyparker.com slash helpmebeme. Let's talk about periods for a second. If you want a period product that looks out for your body, your lifestyle, and the planet, you've gotta try Flex. Flex is innovating period care with products that are body safe, made for comfort, and made to keep you moving. There's the Flex Disc, which is a one-time use menstrual disc that fits perfectly inside your body. One Flex Disc can be worn up to 12 hours and holds as much as three super tampons. It's not a cup. It's better than a tampon, and it's unlike any other period product you've seen before. With helpful videos, in-depth diagrams, GIFs, and Flexpert's available to walk you through the entire process, you'll never go back to products from the past once you try Flex. So say goodbye to cramps, put sex back on the table, and lend mother nature a hand. Go to flexfits.com slash me and use code me for 20% off flex disc starter kits or 10% off your first flex cup plus free U.S. shipping. That's code me at flexfits.com F-L-E-X, slash me. So the main goal of this episode is just to notice that thing you are repeating to yourself and externalize it. So by that, I mean, let's like, let's write about it. Let's call it out on paper and study it as an artifact as if it were not our own. So what we're going to be doing is like looking at this thing. Where's this thing from? Whose is it? Was it put on a loop? Like, did we put a VHS tape into the VHS player in our body's felt experience from, uh, let's say, a moment in the 1990s or in the 1980s, like when is this thing from? So this is the, the tool it's called my inner worlds, sorry, my inner words. So the journal prompt I have for you, what in a paragraph is the problem you are experiencing, like what would be the most succinct description of your complaint? Like, imagine if you were a little kid complaining this thing to a grown-up. How would it sound? Like, put it in little kids' words, you know, and just freeform. So for me, it would be like in this little kid's voice. Why can't I be happy too? Why can't I have fun too? Why can't I have love too? It's this, um, why isn't it my turn? Why can't I have it? That's the voice. It's not fair. Why can't I have it too? Why don't I get to have all that stuff? Isn't it my turn to have all that stuff? So I'm just going to invite you now. Think about like, what's your kid's really short, whiny complaint or sad complaint? I shouldn't say whiny. The next step, let's say you've done that. I want you to describe to yourself where in your life there is a circumstance that is supporting or creating this complaint. Like what area of your life, what circumstances are allowing this loop to occur? Where is the loop happening? What's, what situations specifically? So, if you think about that, I want you to think about like, okay, maybe it's in relationships. Maybe it's in not being seen in a work situation. Like when is your little kid self saying those words? Just jot them down. Where are all these structures? Where where's the scaffolding? Where's the scaffolding built? Is it in your work life? It is in your role, is it in your romantic life? What are the exact circumstances of this feeling being triggered? And just study those. And then this very last step, which will take a bit of time, I want you to ask yourself, where is this situation being created? and reinforced by my actions? Like, what is my role in creating that situation currently? And I'm asking that last one because a lot of the time we don't realize it or we don't see it, but we are directly the ones placing ourselves in those roles that make us experience that particular repeated dynamic. And it's because we re- recreate them very unconsciously or some part of us is still like bound by an old belief like we're still trying to prove to ourselves or we're still trying to prove to someone else that we are good enough or that we do have our shit together and we're not an idiot or whatever it is and I will add a major caveat to this one if you are in a marginalized population I would say that that could be happening as a result of the recreation of just the unfair and abusive dynamics that exist just because of your identity. And maybe that is your ethnic or cultural background or your skin color. So I'm, I'm not trying to lump that onto your shoulders. That is not a stage that you have created that exists outside of you. I am speaking only to when we are not, um, I guess, unclenching a particular need to write something that we can't see it, but it's not, worth it anymore in our adult lives it's not necessary anymore in our adult lives it's like we can't see that this whole scaffolding is moot it's it's totally in large part created by us and for I think for a lot of people that can be um a rela- re- personal relationship we have to um our obligations like how we relate to our obligations and if we over muscle them or if we overdo things or it can be a a relationship with a authority figure like a boss or somebody who has power over us Um, I would say like boss relationships have a lot of overlap or a lot of similarities in just the power dynamics to our parents or our older siblings and so a lot of the time these old stages can come up Um, where we can't stop trying to make them see us or we can't stop trying to make them love us or you know maybe this is a pattern in your life where you can't stop pursuing someone else's dream and you are compromising your life your time your youth your energy to please someone else who's not that important anymore you know and and i think a lot of the time when we do these types of things when we're resetting these stages rebuilding these stages we hate it and we are not happy in it but we can't seem to see that we are the ones doing it you know that we, it's like we can't stop the pose you know until we can see we're in the pose we can't stop it so this isn't <clears throat> i would say a starting point aimed at allowing yourself to let go of the false pursuit because it's not really yours anymore as an adult which brings me to the last tool actually no there's two more they're sort of the same but anyway this next tool is called a ritual in action and this is something i i've gotten from my own personal work in dream work because it is massive in how it affects things so i want you to externalize this thing as something you are putting aside in a ritual performance of some sort. And this is how major change happens in like a very spooky way, like m- mountains move when you do stuff like this. So something like a um, I'm trying to think of like a, an, a quick and accessible version of a ritual. So let's say the thing you are, you have on a loop is that you... You don't give yourself any personal time and you're constantly on a loop. You're trying to be perfect. You're trying to not uh, upset anybody, not disappoint anybody. You're living your life for everybody but yourself. A very um, personalized ritual in action to demonstrate to yourself that this is um, something you've identified and you've heard yourself and now you're making a move, uh, like a uh, uh what do you call those things a plate shift put it that way would be um let's say building a large um shrine of self you know let's say in like your backyard with like a fountain and like planting plants around it and putting a little photo of you i mean that's a <laughs> a random one that I just thought of but like this really should be more personalized to whoever you are and like whatever your style is but the main thing is to create like a performative gesture that says like I am hearing this and I am validating it and I am making a statement in physical form Um, I mean it's uh, like if you were to have an hour of (laughs) time over dinner I could tell you many different stories that have been like weird, spooky earthquakes happen when you do something like this and you show you, I mean it, in like a very um, performative, artful way. Okay, that's the first tool. Second one's kind of a, a version of that, as I said, but it's probably a little more accessible. It's called a formal and heartfelt gesture. So this tool is just like a confirmation to your physical self that you have been, in fact, heard, but it's more of a practical thing. So this would be you taking one deliberate and small move toward honoring the change that you know your body and your soul want for your life. So for me, for example, to hear myself, that would be setting up a meeting, um, let's say, to go do some dream work on a particular topic. And I, that this is an example from my personal life. For me, that was like, at the time, uh, a big move, a big effort In hearing me and saying like, I really mean it. And I'm going to honor this change. I'm going to make some very concrete um, and not convenient changes in my life. Because at this time I had just had a baby. I was not, you know, feeling like leaving the house. It also meant I was forcing a lot of people to come in and change their schedules to accommodate me. And it was taking up half of a day, you know, just for me. But it created a major shift in my body and my energy. And I would say it moved mountains in my person. And I could feel that I meant it. And that wasn't just some trivial complaint that didn't matter to me. Because I took a concrete action in service of it. It was like, yeah, no, I mean, this is real. I'm honoring it as real, because it is real. So for me, that action demonstrated to me, I mean it. And that is in part because, you know, this thing, whatever it is, was out of the norm. It was not routine. It wasn't some easy like, okay, I'll write a text. It's like, I'm going to to go you know it's not like I'm gonna take care of my kids and like maybe do this thing at the same time it's like, no no it's just for you it's just for you to work on you in this one particular area and that is what you're aimed at here is targeting this one specific area of growth in yourself whatever your thing is and maybe that means you're taking a trip to go to a bookstore to buy a book in this area you know and why go to a bookstore because the act is a part of the effectiveness. That the demonstration itself, the gesture itself is a part of the effectiveness. So what do you need to do? Is it booking for realist time the therapist appointment? Or is it disclosing this problem to a close friend? Or is it blocking off your morning so you can go hiking and bring the journal with you? I don't know whatever it is, but make a move. Make a move. And maybe it's simply saying no to the commitments that are on your plate that really don't align with what you want deep down. And maybe it's saying I'm not going to act like it's okay when it's not okay with me in that work environment. I don't know, whatever it is. And I'm not trying to, you know, keep stability, obviously. (laughs) Keep, keep what's working in your life. Don't, like, throw away the thing that's keeping you stable. I mean, this is really just about um, a gesture, a heartfelt gesture. And those are my tools. Those are my exercises. I hope they make sense. I hope it gets something, some new juices flowing in your body. And before I close, I want to thank my latest sponsors. I have a new donation from Elikim. Thank you so much. Thank you uh, very much to Will a new monthly sponsor, a new Patreon, Eli, thank you so very much, and another pa- new Patreon, Savannah, thank you guys so very much. Appreciate the donations. Anyone out there who has the means, donations really help out this show. If you don't have the means, I totally get it. If you could share it with someone that it could help, appreciate that as well. And in closing, uh, as I said, don't blow up stability. Don't destroy things that are working for you in your life. We need routine to keep ourselves sane and tethered but this is more about hearing yourself and witnessing the things you are saying because sometimes the map to making the change that will make us happier is just recognizing exactly what it is we don't like about our lives and seeing that we are not bound to keeping things the same like we can actually put something down and stop the thing that makes us unhappy we can make small and important moves that make us feel so much happier so quickly. Like it can just show us, oh, that wasn't, I didn't have to do that. That was something I was making me do. It didn't, it wasn't necessary, you know, and and in that move and just paying attention to this type of stuff, it shows us almost like another person, like a friend. It shows us we matter, also shows us we have agency and that we are empowered. And often these old patterns are just invisible to us. Like they're, when we watch ourselves kind of reinstating them, it's like, It's a false illusion that we have to have that thing, that we have to be this way. But it's not true for us anymore. It's irrelevant to us now. We don't have to stay that way. We can change. And we can start change today, right now. And it will bring new lightness, new energy, new freedom, new flexibility into our person. And it's rapid. And when you see it, it's addictive. You're like, oh, wow, I didn't realize I could move so easily. I didn't realize I could change things so quickly. A little change in this area goes a long way. And by pushing back to declare what we need from others in the form of taking time for ourselves, it's a lot easier than we think it is. We just have to make it important. So I hope this is helpful and I send you my love.